Welcome to Jesus Joy and Java, a podcast for women of any age and in any stage of life who are seeking to draw closer to God through His Word. My name is Patty Nava, and my mission is to walk beside you on our spiritual journey by studying the scriptures together to strengthen our faith. We are now in season two of the Jesus Joy and Java podcast. This is a season to nurture and grow our fruit of the Spirit. I pray you will be encouraged and that this will be a blessed and fruitful season for you, my sweet sister. Now let's get ready to fill our cup with Jesus, Joy, and Java. Welcome to episode 10. Today we are going to learn about the second spiritual fruit Paul lists in Galatians 5.22. That is the fruit of joy. While preparing today's episode, I realized how important the word joy is in the Bible. Did you know that in the English Standard Version of the Bible, the words joy, rejoice, or joyful appear a total of 430 times. The words happy or happiness only appear 10 times. So today before we study about joy, it's important to understand the difference between joy and happiness. Jesus said in John 15, 11, his joy would remain in you and your joy no one will take from you that your joy may be complete. So you see, joy is lasting and it satisfies the heart. However, happiness is only temporary. It's uh, that feeling that we experience when something good is happening to us. Happiness is only for a moment. Now joy, it comes from God, as it is one of the spiritual fruit right? So joy has a strong foundation. It comes from deep inside your spirit and your soul. It is a result of being content and mature in our spiritual walk. So it comes from being aware that God orchestrates everything that is happening in our life. Now, when I prepare these episodes, I like to get input from my husband. He has been walking with the Lord a lot longer than I have, so it's good to hear from someone who is a bit more mature follower of Christ. I asked Ray what he thought about when he heard the word joy, and I loved his answer. He said, our joy comes from being grateful for what God has done in our lives. And he reminded me of some of the trials that we faced as newlyweds. Some of those trials were so terrifying, and we know that it was only by the grace of God that we got through them. How could our heart not be filled with joy when we know that He comforted us and guided us through some of our worst moments? We've been through a few more trials since then, but with each trial that comes our way, we are confident that God is protecting us. If you would see us when we're in the midst of these trials, you would never know it because we have joy and peace about it. 
Now I understand what James was talking about in James 1 verses 2 and 3 when he says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. For us followers of Christ, there is comfort in knowing that all suffering is limited to our life here on earth, and that the time will come soon when there will be no more worries. As it says in Revelations 21.4, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, no more sorrow, no crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. So I agree with my husband, joy is largely due to our gratitude. Gratitude for the wonderful things God has done and continues to do for us. In 1 Thessalonians 5:16 to 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Sisters, we are commanded to rejoice, even through our circumstances. Yes, Paul commands us to rejoice in Philippians 4.4. 4. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Now, speaking of Paul and circumstances, did you know that there is a book of joy in the Bible? And ironically, it was written by someone going through some of the worst circumstances. It's the letter to the Philippians in the book of, you guessed it, Philippians. <laughs> it was written by Paul. Why is it called the book of joy? Well, because Paul repeatedly tells us throughout the book of Philippians that he wants us to live a life of joy. He reminds us to pray instead of constantly worrying because only in Christ can we find true joy. For those of you who don't know, Paul was a Pharisee who hated and persecuted Christians. God touched his heart and he turned his hatred into love and joy. You can read all about Paul's transformation in uh, chapter 9 of the book of Acts. It's amazing that even after what he had to endure while in prison, Paul was still able to write this letter to the Philippians also known as the Book of Joy. Do you know anyone who is like Paul was before his transformation? Someone full of anger and hate? Someone who is always complaining about what's going on in their life or in the world? These kind of people are the ones that we don't like to be around because their negativity rubs off on us. Sometimes we might refer to them as toxic people. Before I was saved, I was that toxic, bitter, angry person who was always complaining about everything. I wasn't a pleasant person to be with. Life had knocked me around so much, I just didn't care what people thought about me. I felt that my life didn't have much meaning. In season one of this podcast, I talk about why I was like this. I think it was back in episodes five or six. But my point is that it was because of what Jesus did for me that I now have joy in my heart. I have so much gratitude because he transformed my life. 
I'm not saying that I don't complain or get angry anymore. Of course I do. Must be that Latina blood, right? <laughs> but my angry outbursts don't last as long as they used to, and nobody gets hurt now. <laughs> of course, I still complain at times, but I sure do not invite people to Patty's private pity party. Yikes. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. <laughs> now, what I do is I seek godly advice. I like what it says in Psalms 1 through 1. Yes, Psalms 1, 1 through 4, sorry. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with the mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the river bank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. Sisters, when we're going through trials or moments of anger or sadness, let's seek advice from those who walk with Jesus, not from those who will lead us on the wrong path or join in on our pity party. David says in these verses I just read that our lives will be filled with joy when we meditate on the Word of God. We will bear fruit and be prosperous. I don't know about you, but this is the kind of life I want to live, a fruitful, joy-filled life. So how do we live this life full of joy? I'm not talking about happiness. No, I'm talking about the joy that comes from the Lord. Well, here are some tips. Yes, you guessed it. Tip number one is always pray. In Romans 12, 12, Paul says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. So let's pray as if we're talking to a friend, like you're talking to your closest friend. Tell God everything that you're going through, even though he already knows it. But he still wants you to stay faithful to him and to trust him. Pray for joy during trials by asking God to take away your worries. Lay all your worries at his feet. I once heard a pastor say, When you pray, imagine there's a basket at the foot of the cross. Take all your problems, all your worries, all your concerns. Imagine that you're putting them into that basket. Now, Turn around and walk away so that you don't return to the basket to pick them up. The best time to pray is in the morning. Why? Because when you leave the house, you won't take your problems with you. Ask God to put joy in your heart so that his joy can shine through you when you meet people throughout the day. This takes a lot of practice, and with each trial that we go through, we learn to experience more joy because we know that Jesus is in control of our circumstances. Tip number two, fellowship. Life can be very lonely, and we can get easily discouraged if we're not around people who uplift us and pray for us. Have you ever heard the phrase, iron sharpens iron? Well, it's in the Bible. It's Proverbs 27:17 and it says, "As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another." 
there is mutual benefit in the rubbing of two iron blades together, right? So just as the edges become sharper when you rub the edges together, we are to encourage one another with the Word of God. So we can do this by going to Bible studies, church activities, or having fellowship. Others remind us of the truth of God and they strengthen us during our times of trouble. God has given us brothers and sisters and he has called us to encourage one another and to rejoice as a family of believers. Some of my most joyful times have been when I'm around other brothers and sisters in Christ. During our most difficult trials, my husband and I found so much comfort in our marriage fellowship. We met other couples who were also going through trials or had been through similar trials. We also met people going through worse trials, and God allowed us to share words of encouragement with them. Spending time with others made us forget what we were going through and filled our heart with joy. Number three, stop watching the news. I know this was probably a tip I gave a couple of times in season one, but I can never get tired of saying this. Turn off the television or at least stop watching the news. Seriously, I challenge you to turn off the TV for a week and then tell me if your life isn't less stressful and more joyful. Just think of all the extra time you'll have to do more fun and exciting activities with your family. They say the average person watches a total of four hours of television a day. Well, no wonder everyone's so overwhelmed with the news and weather channels these days. In Psalms 101 verse 3, it says, I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. We also read in Matthew 6.22, The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. I hope you take the challenge and instead of keeping our eyes on the television for the next week, let's find something fun to do, such as a new hobby or perhaps read a good book. I recommend the book of joy. <laughs> okay, let's review. Today we identified the difference between being happy and being joyful. We talked about a joy that comes from having a heart of gratitude for what God has done for us. And I also told you about Paul's transformation and how he used his experience to write the book of Philippians, also known as the book of joy. We talked about why it's important to seek godly counsel when we are angry or bitter or sad. And I finally gave you some tips for living a joy-filled life. I hope today's episode inspires you to dig further into the scriptures during your personal time with Jesus and may you nurture your spiritual fruit of joy. I can't wait for you to join me next week as we talk about the next spiritual fruit, which is peace. I would like to recommend a couple of resources that can help you on this journey of nurturing the fruit of the Spirit. The first one is a book titled Unfailing Love, written by my good friend and brother in Christ, Kevin Pedraza. 
This book is not only a great conversation starter, but it is also a good way to point individuals to Christ. When you pick up this book, you'll want to keep reading the beautiful poems at the top of every page as they're filled with so much emotion that you and I might be able to relate to. But I would suggest that you use this book as a journal by taking one page at a time, one day at a time. Each page has room for you to journal how each poem speaks to you personally. You can find Kevin's book, Unfailing Love, on Amazon. You'll find the link for this book on the Jesus, Joy, and Java Facebook page. The next resource is an e-journal I have written as a free gift to you, my listeners. This journal is all about the fruit of the Spirit. In this journal, you will find scriptures and questions to help you apply the fruit to your daily walk with Jesus. To get a free copy of this e-journal, all you have to do is email me at pattyjavanava at yahoo.com. That's patty, P-A-T-Y, Java, J-A-V-A, Nava, N-A-V-A, at yahoo.com. This information will also be available on the Jesus, Joy, and Java Facebook page. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you have rated this podcast or shared it with your sister friends, I appreciate you and send you a big special thank you. Please don't forget to follow Jesus, Joy, and Java on Facebook at fb.com slash JesusJoyJava. Also on Instagram at JesusJoy underscore Java. And on YouTube at JesusJoyAndJava. Feel free to email me at pattyjavanava at yahoo.com. Your feedback means a lot to me. Thank you for listening, and I pray your cup may always be filled with Jesus, Joy, and Java.